Chappelle Show, Chappelle Show. Yeah, welcome to the podcast, folks. Two lonely boys in a canoe. I'm Chris Evans. That's Trevor Alstrom. What's up? We're both rocking the harmonicas. We're both rocking harmonicas. We put the harm in harmonicas. Oh! We put the monicas in Lewinsky's. <laughs> you mean I have to keep sucking? If you do this, you'll get the job faster. Listen Don't tell up, Hillary. Oh, Everybody's oh. done this to every president since every. Nixon. It's like probably what? before. Yeah. You know. Uh, so what's up, Trevor? I uh, just got back from camping at the coast on weekend. Oh yeah, Trevor. How was camping? It was awesome. Yeah. It was a little cool at night, but once Tell it got us. warm. Tell us. Once it got warm, the sleep bag is good. We went to Florence. Jalen, Kendra, and I went to Florence, our west of here, Sioux Wayne County. It was actually really quiet out there. This is you know late enough to hear there weren't too many tourists. There's a lot of open spots for camping, and we really right. didn't see anyone until on the way back. Okay. So that was the most quiet I've ever seen Florence. It was super nice. All right. Yeah, so we, what what was something you liked about Florence? What was something you liked about your trip? Just the 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 lack quietness. Of you, didn't, you didn't have people tweaking and yelling at out of like. All these random spots like Eugene, it was just quiet for the most part. Right. We uh, cooked cooked food like chicken and uh, burgers on the fire pit and uh, chicken her, burger and uh, played harmonica and guitar out there and helped Dylan do some photography stuff. He had me like lay in a weird pose. Yeah, had you naked. On me. No, I had clothes on. Dylan was uh, having Trevor get naked no. in the woods. No, I had clothes and on. And do a whole spread cheek theme. Nope, I had clothes on. It's very strange. He uh, suggested the Dylan naked. has I said the no. negatives. Dylan has the negatives. <laughs> You're gonna beg you says blackmail. <laughs> well, what's He's funny like, is don't when... forget, Trevor. I had you strip naked. It's like what? No, I had my clothes on. He suggested it. Trevor, don't no. make me get SVU on Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> gonna cowboy it up in Florence. We're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of what happened on this camping trip. <laughs> the funniest part is I'm laying there. And I'm laying there, and he, he poured leaves on me, and I'm in, like, a playgirl position. And this random old man walked by and just had such a confused look, and I just winked at God him. God damn I these kids. And they got walking faster. And Dylan, of course, had, My like, a modern My buddies and I almost died in Korea for this shit. <laughs> Pretty much. And then uh, Dylan had a uh, camera that was, like, a more modern version of the old-school 1800 cameras where you put the cloak on, and then you click it, and the flashbang... So yeah, other than that, we uh, did a lot of hiking around the beach, went and then on our way back, we went chanterelle hunting real quick and we grabbed some. Right. First try, I mean, we didn't, we, the, the the sun was falling fast, we didn't have much time, but first tell we, we went and checked, we found them, so. Very cool. How many pounds did you get? I uh, just got a few handfuls, gave some to Kendra and Dylan too. Like, okay. it, it was getting dark. Yeah. Because... People wanted lots and lots of beach time. I was like, hey, we should get going. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not the captain. No, I am the captain. No. Oh, Trevor, you the admitted the truth. That sucks. I wanted to do more Trevor fishing. Trevor wanted to be the captain, but he can't be the captain because he's not driving. It's not my vehicle. Oh, Trevor, you could have been the captain. 
gonna I get can't even have lesbian seagull, man. I know. My, even my own vessel isn't lesbian seagull. I'm changing it. I'm gonna take control. Trevor, you're never gonna change it. You're too nice. I'm gonna fucking get mean. No, you won't. Threaten <laughs> to take my cheese away. I'll get mean. Trevor, nobody's taking your cheese. That's the problem. Should have been what you wanted in the first place. <sighs> Whatever. You only got one life, Trevor. Don't live it worrying about what other people will think. See, I've, I've calmed down. I've gotten nicer. And that's the problem. Anyways. How about you, Chris? What? Oh, yeah. Sorry, folks. I've been smoking weed. Um, Me too. I went to work today. I said my goodbyes to uh, the people I worked with. Because I'm not going to see them pretty much anymore. Because um, going to a new... Uh, position at another store or another location um but this one girl who's really cool gave me her number um I, I think she might be married I'm not sure but she's really nice be a cool chick to hang out with um and I gave this other chick that I kind of had a little crush on uh my number she said if she ever wanted to hang out give me a call but it took a lot of courage I had to wait all the way until the end of the day and uh, I kept, like, trying to go up to her at different times. There was always somebody else there. <laughs> like, she was always standing next to somebody else. And I didn't uh, just want to be that one weird dude that was like, Hey, well, there's by other the I way, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're good looking. <laughs> Eventually. Could I show you my genitals? Oh! Well, here's something that kind of threw me today. We were a buddy of mine was talking about anime, and I was telling him that I don't really like anime. Um, you know, it's just not my thing. Um, and the girl, the one I gave my number to, she's like all into anime, I guess. So I was like, ah, whatever. Nah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Chicks like anime. People like anime, but I can't get into it because it's all bullshit. It is. I like some anime. It's too but fake. That's my issue, end of the day. It's way too fake. You know, I like animated shows, but I like, like, King of the Hill. I don't know. Like, I like American animation that's done in Korea. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Or a little south of the border. Yeah. Yeah, they get it They get it colored in in a cheaper country. Because yep. it takes a lot of people to do that. But, yeah, no, man. What is the cat doing? I don't know. Trevor, why don't you go check on that cat named Ferrari? Cat's been pretty cool up until Trevor got home a little bit ago. I need to take her to get her shots. I think she's old enough now. She's about four or five months. Yeah, she's like five months. Uh, she was just scratching about time for her to go get her, her ringworm and her heart worm and all that shit. She was just... Kicking around, not outside of the tub, but she was stirring around the, the kitty litter box. She was building pipe bombs and shit? Yes. Our cat's a fucking chemist. Yep. We're going to use her to overthrow the government later. If nah, you if nah, you hear this, nah, listen to this. She's going to be fighting for the justice of Ukraine, bro. We're sending our kitty to the front line, Joe. She's going to be our ballistics uh, analyst. A bomb, bomb kitty? Yeah, bomb cat. Bomb cat. She's the bomb. She's Look been, out, world, I'm your wild girl. <laughs> Kitty bomb. Just yeah. right into eastern U Ukraine. Yeah, dude. She's a demolitions expert. She blows up bridges and she takes out fucking 
anti-aircraft and takes shit. Takes out Russian tanks. Yeah, yeah. That's she sets up landmines. She cries about us not paying attention to her. <laughs> when we're not. We're yeah, not she still does on. cat stuff. So sorry we didn't get a Thursday episode here recently, folks. We're going to re-record another one next week. But we couldn't get our internet working last week. It um, might have been a cat. It might have been around. a cat interference. Now she knows we're talking about her. It's all right. As long as she doesn't jump out the window. Very true. So cat's a little too curious. A little too curious. A little dead curious. Ooh. So in local news... Trevor News. On the coast, there wasn't too much going on. It's kind of the slow season of tourism. But there's a few people over here back in the Eugenes. There's some stuff going on. Uh, we, this afternoon. That's nah, old news. Yeah. Alright, so we have. Uh, ooh. Civics meeting tomorrow, Monday the fourteenth of What's November. What's a civic? Civic is like city, city sort of utility things. So there's a finance committee meeting with the Upper Willamette Soil and Water Conservation District, ten thirty a.m. Damn, Trevor, you pick some boring ass topics. Hey, I know it's a bit of a wash with the whole water and soil thing. Uh, it's not even a good joke. That's such a bad topic and such a bad joke. <laughs> I don't know what to do with them, folks. This Moving guy needs on. to die. <laughs> what about dam safety risk and flood inundation mapping presentation? Flip discussion? the fucking page, man. <laughs> Flip the fucking page. Oh, uh, he mad, bro. No, nah, he ain't got no good stories. That's a problem. There's nothing going on in Eugene right now. Well, you talk about your local news. You talk about national news, then. What's going on in the world? In our world? Yeah, not much going on locally right now. Uh, Isn't there some sort of election recently? Yeah, I don't actually... I do. I've been out of cell service. Oh, I know more than Trevor does. Blah, 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 blah. Hey. So check it out, folks. Uh, uh, And we won in Arizona and Nevada. Democrats. So Democrats are going to control the the Senate again, just like they've been. And then who about the House representatives? I don't fucking know. But Democrats control the Senate. It's one of the bigger majority parties. The problem is, is no matter where you control the justices, the Supreme Court justices, they're the motherfuckers that you got to worry about because everything that gets written into law kind of gets brought up to them. Um, and a lot of them are were appointed by Donald Trump. Yes. A couple of them have uh, voted in in the last couple years. Um, with Biden and like stuff. Like Kavanaugh, he was one that got... Yeah, so the Supreme Court justices, especially like with reversing Roe versus Wade, um, it just goes to show that like they're still playing their weird fucking politics with the law. Yeah, I don't know, man. The government's a piece of shit right now. It could be worse, but it could definitely be better. It's, it's too much hypocrisy. Oh, yeah. Way too much hypocrisy. It's okay to be a hypocrite. Everybody's a hypocrite at least once in their life. But you build your whole political fl- platform around doing or doing one thing and saying that you're not going to be doing that thing. Yeah, 
You're just a fucking liar. <laughs> Stop lying, people. God, man. Why does everybody lie so much? It's easier than telling the truth. Yeah, the truth hurts, man. The truth's brutal. But you gotta live in the truth, man. Because if you start living in lies, like, your whole world becomes a fucking a false, you know? Everything around you is fucking made of paper cards and shit. Yeah. So all these people have these giant falls from grace, you know? They build these companies on fucking backs of other people, and then they rip off a ton of people. They have to have the right connections and yep. the right place at the right time. Yeah, and just to make a few moves financially, and then before you know it, you're a billionaire. Yeah. And then something happens where, you know, you fucked over the wrong person along the way, your karma's catching up with you, and then your whole company collapses. It just happened to some, uh, uh, what was it, some cryptocurrency, like the third largest oh. cryptocurrency in the world, I just fucking went bankrupt and collapsed. Because but then a bunch of money went mysteriously disappeared. Well, the problem is with cryptocurrency is it's not regulated. It's fucking... It's in it's invisible money that is mined through the internet. It's crazy. And what they have is these giant companies with tons of computers out in the desert, basically in uh, air conditioned facilities to keep all the computers running cool. Um, just fucking, just hacking the web constantly, looking for Bitcoin pieces. You know, and it's just a crazy fucking thing that it's a weird scam. It's a weird scam that started out as a weird scam, but now since the scam's gotten so big, it's turned into monetary value. It started as a scam. That's crazy. It's like when Scientology became religion. It sounds like one. I think it started as a as a big time scam, and then people just kind of kept getting on board. And eventually, Bitcoin became a real currency. Because now it's traded on, like, the stock market and stuff. Yeah. It has, like, a a reading on the NASDAQ, uh, you know, stock ticker. It's weird. Um, Fake shit can become real to a certain degree. Yeah. But I'm just waiting for fucking the whole fucking thing to come down, bro. <laughs> you think that's going to happen eventually? I don't think it's all going to come down. Who knows the way things keep changing all the time. I, I think you're just going to run into a portion of people that are sick of being stepped on. And there's going to be more radical people and just going to be breakdowns of government eventually. And eventually everything... Nothing lasts forever, so... Not at all. But it's naive of us to think that we're fucking better than past societies that have done way more. The problem with us is we have our foot on the gas so hard, man. It's like we don't ever stop to fucking take a break or let up. Just keep fucking hitting that gas. Just burning out, man. Oh, yeah. So we got... Oh, I do have some world news. World news. Random world news. Thousands of giant European spider crabs gathered at this UK beach uh, in order to shed their shells. And it's it was a nice-shaped beach. Yeah, they're molting. It was nicely shaped. And they think that as the waters get warmer, they can move to more shallow areas to do it. Because usually they do it 
they they would do it in other areas, but with the everything getting hotter, they get closer up. So I guess people were freaked out, but it wasn't a big deal. Right. But yeah, these unusual amounts of spider crabs molting on beaches in the UK. Crabs area. are funny. They do a lot of funny things on the beach. They do. You ever seen a crab walk on the beach? I have. It's so funny. It is pretty funny. He's like, what are you doing? He's running around with his paws. Ah. I'm a crab. Fuck I'm you. I'm a crab. You come near me, I'll, I'll show you what's up. <laughs> it's like, you don't care how big I am? He's like, look at these things. I'll get you. It's like Dr. Zoeberg over here. <laughs> I got a funny crab story. Ooh. I think I told on the podcast before. Um, but my brother, I would caught a, a blue crab on a fishing pole. Oh, nice. And uh, had no bait. I guess I just caught the crab underneath the dock. There you um, go. But he got tangled up in the, the line, and uh, I had him, and I went to go get my dad. I was yelling at the adults. I was like, come down here. I caught a big fucking crab. And they're all drinking and drunk and shit, and they're like, I don't want to move. <laughs> and eventually I get him up, and I get him down to the dock, and uh, Brandon, my brother's there. And that motherfucker, he was playing with the crab, and it bit him, <laughs> or it clamped him. And the motherfucker threw him into the water. <laughs> and I was like, why are you playing with him? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Asshole. I was like, man, we're going to cook this motherfucker. Uh, we could talk about... Talk about the... Ooh, one cool thing we did see. We saw two foxes in a campground nearby. Two were gray foxes. Were they fucking? No, they were just napping and hanging out, but... You don't see foxes that close just hanging out and chilling in the sun too often. So. You don't see foxes fucking that often either. No. They were just chilling. That would have been weirder. Would have been weirder. Been like, yo, I just saw two foxes fuck. What does that mean? Double F. Fox fuck. Fox babies. Fox fuck. <laughs> Anyways, so we can move on to, uh, do you want to talk about the corruption thing? Like the old Catholic church? Oh man, the Catholic Church. And then I was gonna beat a dead kid. Oh, too late. So yeah, Chris wanted to do a subject where we talk about corruption within religion because it happens in all branches. But especially out here, you hear more about corruption usually within Christianity because this country is traditionally a lot more. Christian than anything else. Like I think in most religions, there's uh, there's definitely some criticism, but I think that particular religions draw a lot of criticism from again their hypocrisies and shit. Um, Scientology is a weird one. Apparently, the dudes, the main dude's wife, has been missing for like 17 years. Um, friends and family uh, kind of don't know where she is. She's supposed to be in some compound in, in fucking California somewhere. Damn. Yeah, dude. Uh, Scientology is a weird one. Um, but I did a little bit of research on Christianity because that's low-hanging fruit. Um, and I did it on the Catholic Church. And it was like through the 1950s to 70s, there was reports of childs being molested and stuff. But just because... Uh, it was the church, basically. A lot of the, a lot of the accusations got swept under the rug. It wasn't until the late '80s, early '90s that it became a real uh, thing that it was being exposed throughout the Catholic Church. Um, 
all the way up until you know just recently. It's a, it's an ongoing thing, uh, pedophilia in the Catholic Church, and that's something I just don't understand because if you're a man of God, you know you shouldn't be fucking some young kid's life up. God forbid you go out and you get a hooker. You know? what? What's the worst that could happen to you? You gotta ask for forgiveness? Isn't God about forgiveness and such? You know? I don't know. Say some Hail Marys, man. Go get yourself a hooker. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, it's it's pretty bad. Uh, just, I don't think you should take kids to Catholic churches anymore. <laughs> you better be an adult practicing uh, Catholic. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was my whole thing. Stay away from uh, Catholic churches if you have children, folks. Yes. We'll just stay away in general. Otherwise, you're going to wonder why you're having to stand and sit like you're in aerobic class, but it's on a wooden bench pew of a bunch of smelly old people burning incense. Well, you know, everybody's entitled to their religious beliefs, yo. Yeah. But if your religion is prolific for having fucking molestation... <laughs> Yeah. I don't think I'd bring my kids there. Yeah, Pope Francis <laughs> just had a giant summit yeah. where he had to flat out say, like, hey, maybe we We're shouldn't fuck kids anymore. Well, well, that's what his whole thing is. Is that He's like, we got to do better. And it's like, dude, your whole organization from top to bottom is fucking kids. Yeah, like, there was... I don't that, know that, if you guys should just call it a day and fucking wrap up shop. There was, know? like, 214,000 cases around the world since known, at least quote-unquote reported, between now and 1950s, so the last 70 years. But that's cases known. Yeah. That's still a quarter of a million kids. And I mean, a lot of these Ugh. a lot of these children grow up to be adults with fucking complexes and shit. And it's just intense that, you know, there is no fucking fixing that for these kids. Yeah. Um, once they're fucked up, they're fucked up for life, you know? And there's no money that's going to be paid, and there's not... You know, these churches don't give a fuck, man. And so I think the Catholic Church should just call it a quit, you know? They should. <laughs> Wrap up shop, shut down the Vatican, Pope, turn into your hat. <laughs> Tell Jesus Christ, the shitty carpenter, that he doesn't have to hang around the, the temple the, 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 the temple anymore. He's got to hang around the Temple of Doom. Yeah. He's like, sorry, Catholic Church. I'm going to go over and hang out over here. You and now. Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. And the little little Asian boy. Mr. Jones! Mr. Jones! Oh, no. The little Asian boy got it. Ah! <laughs> in the Temple of Doom. Kalima. So Is that what they called his butthole, the Temple of Doom? Yes. And Kalima was the name of the guy at the Temple of Doom. So speaking of... Did you try any of those? I did. It wasn't bad. So speak... No, it's okay. <laughs> Here, you want it? It's giving me a headache. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Indian-based religions, I was going to talk about corruption and Hinduism. Yeah. That was a good tie-in. So they talked about how the uh, Maharashtra government, which is the current government in India right now, they delayed arrests for looters of a of a temple and it's suspicious because there was because there's 120 kilograms of gold 240 kilograms of silver and 265 acres of temple land that or the on the they're auctioning the donation box what is this 
This is a this is a temple, a giant temple in India. There's there there's all this gold and everything that went missing somehow, and a bunch of looters got involved. Yeah, so some of the gold and then a bunch of looting happened. This so who's got the gold now? Does anybody know? They are not sure. The police are in on it. It went to the uh, Mumbai, which is a big city in India. Went to the Mumbai, Mumbai High Court on June 30th at this crazy name the temple. So, what does this have to do with? Uh, it, it was a Hindu temple. It was a giant Hindu temple. So this is just a thief. Kind of, this is a thievery. But it had something to do with the donation boxes, and this somehow involves a whole bunch of government upper upper ups like. Somehow it's the case took place in collusion with twenty one district collectors and other trustees. But I think this is more of the government. This isn't really religious. Well, it's talking about the temple, though. Too. Yeah, it happened at a temple. It happened at the temple. But it's not about the religion. It's about but how the, there the was Indian, a robbery. Kind the, of the Indian government, though, is a very Hindu centered yeah. government. Government. So there's a lot. I'm sure there's some shady businesses going on between. Government officials and the temple officials. That's what I'm trying to get at is because the the government is a religious base, openly a Hindu government. Yeah. I've heard about how there's a lot of corruption that goes on between the church well, India and, is a, and like the police and the judicial system. Well, India is one of these countries that is... But I don't know a whole lot of details. Well, it's in poverty, mm-hmm. but it's also one of the most like fast, fastly growing economies. Yes. Um, and they're very religious based, uh, hence the Hinduism and such. But they are very scientific based as well. So I don't know. Uh, you know, science and and religion. It's possible that magic and and science are one and the same. But like. Hinduism and, and like molecular technology. Well, just in general, like I think religion and science, like faith, faith and and like uh, belief and shit, and science, it's all the same shit, man. But it's just the way it makes you feel. I think. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's weird that people are just thieves. <laughs> People are always stealing shit, man. Stop stealing stuff all the time. It's not yours. <laughs> what are you doing? That would be... Motherfuckers nice. take anything that ain't nailed down. I, I told you about when I was growing up in Florida, dude. There was a constant wave of people using fucking uh, back loaders and front loaders and fucking excavators and robbing ATMs. Just roll up to an ATM with an excavator and scoop it out of the concrete and just drive down the road like nothing happened. That is ballsy. Dude, and shit. They do it at like two in the morning. So Where was this? It's in Florida. Oh, nice. Constantly, motherfuckers <laughs> back up dump trucks and shit and just fucking knock them over. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> hook it up, lift it on. It was wow. so nuts, man. But I, I think the craziest one I ever saw was the dude with the excavator. He came over, and he knocked it over with the bucket, he scooped it up in the bucket, and he just drove down the road, and just peace out, these fucking tracks going all the way down the road. So crazy. He's real easy to find. Yeah, but like by the time they found the excavator, he was already gone, he had broken into it and shit. I mean, he'd gone off the Yeah, he was gone. So funny. That was like the, the fucking, was the idea of like, 
Barber Shop. Remember that movie? Yeah. There's Anthony Anderson and fucking uh, Kevin Smith. Or what was it? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah. Yeah, they were trying to break into an ATM that was stolen from a convenience store. But it was brand new. It had no money in it yet. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That is funny. You steal an ATM hoping it's fully cash and it hasn't even been loaded yet. What the fuck? That's pretty wild. Yeah. You, uh, you got a movie review? Oh. You just put Law and Order or something. Oh, I got um, a movie review I wanted to see. I wanted to see this movie, but I didn't get a chance to yesterday. Uh, it's called Mojo or, or Morjo, More something like that. It's a 70s documentary, but it's about uh, evangelical uh, preachers. It's about some dude who actually like breaks down what all the evangelical preachers are doing. And he goes around and he's smoking weed and hanging out with all these kids. And he's like, yeah, I'll go up in the church and be like, the Holy Spirit has you. And then you'll fall down. And then everyone will be like, oh, that's a big reaction. And from that big reaction, you know, a couple other people will get in on it. And then he's like explaining how he just takes all his money. And then you see him like uh, certain clips in the documentary. He like has a giant bag of money from fucking uh, church service. He's going into a motel room and he's just drinking and counting his cash. And it's just, ah, oh, dude, it looks like such a cool documentary. It was made in the 70s. And uh, I would like to watch that. Dude, we should check it, it out. Yeah, it was called like Morjo or Mojo or something like that. We'll look it up. But um, I am telling you, I got into a thing the other night on the evangelical preachers. Those fucking liars. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, man, do they just lie to people's faces. The poor and the desperate, man. They just prey on people's fucking needs. They have all these old black women in church dying of cancer and suffering from back pain and shit. And they're like, give me a thousand dollars and I'll make sure that God is on your side when that cancer comes. And it's like, there was a woman that died, bro. She believed that one of these guys so much, she stopped doing chemo. And she fucking died. It's so crazy. Evangelical preachers are probably the worst kind of motherfuckers. Because not only are they showboating assholes, they're just raping people's wallets and purses and stuff. So, if you're an evangelical preacher... Go kill yourself, bro. Yeah. Churches stop fucking kids and fucking people's wallets. Yeah, for real, man. Take your ass and go preach somebody else. Isn't there some people in uh, in the islands that still haven't heard from you? I heard there's an island where they shoot arrows oh, at Sentinel. missionaries. That's the North Sentinel Islands. Come on, man. You guys got to convert those guys. It's <laughs> off the coast of India. I just yeah. hope they keep coming, man. I hope they do. And they get killed every time. Well, hopefully not too many people rush them. Because it's only at so many arrows, so... I don't give a fuck, man. We'll send them backups. We'll send them backup arrows. After Ukraine, we support the uh, the North Sentinese people. Exactly. Missionaries. Exactly. I'm down to do that. Missionaries are their own fucking problem. Yeah. That is quite an issue. How are you going to roll into somebody's house and be like, Look, all you fucking ever learned is bullshit. Everything you believe in is fake as hell. 
This dude, 2,000 years ago, some Jew nailed to the cross. He's your new God. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That is pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> he died for your sins, you piece of shit. And you don't even know his name. <laughs> you know, this guy just roughing up some native. <laughs> oh, man. I gave you a bottle of water. You better respect me. <laughs> what? We dug you a well. We built you a chapel. What's your problem? Get in there and pray. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. I have a uh, album review. Okay. So this is a it's a grindcore band. So it's a type of grindcore is it's a combination of a. Uh, Death metal and thrash and a bunch of other things. It comes from grindcore. But yeah, it's it's a style of metal and, and punk. And uh, there's this band from 2009 called Magruder Grind. Magruder Grind. Magruder Grind. I'm not sure where they're from, but they had their self-debut album come out in 2009. And they'll do, like, uh, funny sample clips of, of um, like, shows and funny sayings, and they'll just have crazy music afterwards. And most of their songs are anywhere between 40 seconds and, like, four minutes long. So most of their songs are, like, two minutes or 43 seconds. Really quick and to the point, like, fast yeah, angry yeah. music. And I miss songs that, that were more like that in the 90s, man. You had, like, three to four minutes for a song. And sometimes, especially songs in the 80s, like, well, punk it's rock. it's like sometimes it. you'd have a couple of songs in the 90s that were you know, five, ten minutes, and you were kind of like, all right. But, you know, it was so much different from the, like, 20-minute to 15-minute songs from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Now there's... The only genres that do super long stuff is, like, progressive and, like, black metal. Prog rock. Prog rock. It's a black metal, which is kind of getting proggy. So the song... (laughs) Getting proggy. It's getting proggy. (laughs) Instead of getting proggy, they're getting proggy. Getting proggy. But uh, Magruder Grind, the song, is built to blast... This hat, fast, heavy, last beat drums, bass, and guitar. And then in the end, it has a whole funny quote of J Rock from the uh, the rock pile from the Trailer Park Boys. Know he, what I'm saying? And he talks about like, oh, you, oh, what do you mean you uh you took the liquor? The liquor's gone. Oh, and you think J Rock wouldn't think to look over the liquor and where the speakers are? And he does this whole speech about the speakers and the liquor, and yeah. The whole band is just awesome and crushing, and they they play funny stuff. Nice. So check it out. Check out Magruder Grind. I'll, I'll describe in the link in the uh, description description below. So yeah, that's what I got for that. Uh, let's see. I have other stuff. Yeah, we do. You want to talk about some cannabis? To your cannabis corner. Yeah. Tell, yeah, us about weed. Tell us about weed, Chris. All right. Woo! Yeah. Weed. So, uh, the other day, I missed the feeding. Um, not not hard, just by a day or so. But the cool thing is when you're feeding properly, you can miss a feeding by a day, sometimes even two, possibly even three. You can miss a whole feeding cycle. Um, it's very bad to do. Um, you can stunt your plants and stress them out that way. But as long as your plant's uh, medium, you know, while I'm growing in soil, is pretty well saturated um, with with moisture, 
Um, it'll be fine. You know, the humidity in the tent has gone down a little bit because there's not as much water in the soil right now. But I'll make another batch of feed in the morning. That'll up the humidity in the room again, and the plants will be happy again. But it's just important when you're uh, growing to really keep your uh, feeding cycles on time and consistent because you want your plant to be happy the whole way up to harvest. Uh, I also, uh, excuse me, folks. I think you grapes. Grapes. Yeah, grapes. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I took the plants out the other day and I, um, I went ahead and trimmed them down. I took uh, a lot of the major fan leaves off. Um, they're getting ready to go into their flower phase. Um, so I am getting them ready. And one of the things I like to do before they get into their flower phase is I like to take off their giant fan leaves and open up the bottom of the canopies so that they get more light and it'll uh, produce more bud sites. Um, the problem that you'll run into sometimes is you'll have some major fan leaves at the top that'll kill your uh, sunlight leading down to the bottom of your plant. When that happens, you don't grow as uh, big of buds on your smaller uh, structures. Again, you can focus on um, growing more top buds, uh, but I think for me in general, I like to hope to grow decent buds on every branch that's on the plant. Um, you know, I don't just want two or three really monster colas. I want, you know, 10 monster colas per plant, you know, if, if possible. Uh, but again, it's just giving even lighting to the entire plant. And right now I'm running uh, more than I need to be in that 4x4 tent. Um, so I need to be careful of airflow and uh, stagnation after I feed with the air. Um, but other than that, the plants are happy. They're a month and a half in, a little under that. And we got about a month and a half to two months to go. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we've been smoking quite a few different strains. Been nice. Yeah, this uh, particular run, I tried to only do um, Hindu and the Jamaican White Widow. So, I know for a fact that I'm going to have a couple of males among the... Uh, females but here in a week or two I'll know my my males from my females they'll just be removed and killed and hopefully the two moms that I've kept uh, of the I have one of the Hindu and I have one of the uh, white widow hopefully they're both females and then I can just uh, keep cutting clones off of them only thing I do worry about is when I'm drying my cannabis um, I won't really be able to keep my clones in the room with them because I'll have to keep the temperature down in the room. So I think what I'm going to do is move my clones to the bathroom and then I'll just run my light in there and keep my uh, clones happy for a little bit in there while I wait on, um, you know, I could probably put them into one gallons or something and then have them staged waiting for the weed to just dry. And once it's dry, I'll just put it in the totes and then I can just start my next cycle immediately. Because the whole uh, you know, process with clones is to get a jump start so you don't miss that big period. Yeah. You know, saves you four weeks almost, three weeks. 
You know, you don't have to wait for the small plant to come in and try to develop its tops. And yeah, it's already ready. It's ready, 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 ready. It's good. Ready, ready, ready. I'm ready, tired. Ready. Ready. Ready, ready, ready. Yeah, we were also smoking the strain fruit punch. Yeah, it's pretty good. Has a Not fruit bad punch at smell. all. And it reminds me of like Tangelo. Okay. Yeah, you ever had that? I don't know if I have. What's it a, a mix of? I don't know. I don't know the genetics. But it tastes similar. Tangelo, okay. Or like a sherbet. Something sherbet It does have purple in the center of the bud. That's something I noticed today. Kind of like the Hindu. Similar. Like there's just a light amount of purple at the start of the stem. There you go. You got it, man. You got it. We could talk about a guitar trick real quick. Here's a, a real basic one. When you're Power slide. Yeah. Very but uh, when you're when you're playing electric guitar and you have a, a cable that you're plugging into the guitar, instead of just plugging it right into the bottom, if you hook it up over the uh, the strap that you have, hook it up and over the strap, pretty much kind of by your armpit, and then do it in. The strap will hold the cable, and you're more likely to have less likely to have your cable get pulled out when you're playing guitar and like moving around. That's something I learned. He's teaching me the, the secrets, secrets of, of the pumpkin, pumpkin patch. patch. See, there's a quick ah, one. Ah. That. Yeah. Uh, we could talk about... Is that we, a real problem? Is when you're rocking out so hard that you're unplugging yourself constantly? I've had that happen to me before. It is you a gotta thing. watch your cord. <laughs> Shit happens, man. Especially if you're at a punk and metal show, people thrush, moshing around. It happens. They're thrush sloshing and they're moshing. I mean, this isn't, you know, just a... This isn't like a bread concert. This isn't We're a Peter Gabriel show. Peter Gabriel's are bread. Like, the shows I'm playing, like, there's usually alcohol, drugs, and violence going on. At least it was that way. Now I've calmed down. Trevor goes to see Journey now. Yep. All my rowdy friends rowdy and down. Trevor's best uh, show he loves to go see is that little Filipino guy go sing lead for Journey. Yes. Says, don't stop believing. Oh! <laughs> Those little Filipino guys. Just a small town girl <laughs> living in a lonely world. Actually, fuck Journey. Don't like that band. He loves Nickelback, though. No, don't get I don't. it twisted, folks. This is how you remind me. <laughs> Not true. This is how Trevor reminds me that he loves Nickelback. <laughs> Actually, Chris loves Tool. He also loves 311. Uh, 311's okay. I'll give 311. He some also hits. loves Tech Nine, his favorite rapper. Technical Nine. <laughs> he has your favorite rapper. Technical Nine Titian. I remember. He's terrible. I remember used to like come home from work and be like fuck this Technical Nine guy. He's <laughs> Technical Nines. <laughs> No, uh, when I was at the cannabis farm, there was a bunch of people from Cali. Oh yeah, yeah. Tech Nine is a big fucking guy from California, and he plays constantly around here in Eugene. Um, So he's got a lot of fans out here. So when people start playing Tech Nine, I'm just like, you guys realize 
he's like the guy that couldn't be as popular as most of these other rappers from his generation. So he just kept going at it. And eventually, and eventually got okay. Like, he's not even great. He's okay, man. Tech Nine is not good. He raps fast, but it's not clean. Yeah, Tech Nine, and he shouts his name constantly. That's yep. his That's his go-to. He kind of like, does. In case you didn't know, my name is Tech Nine. And I'm does, Tech Nine, Tech Nine. He kind of does the Mike Jones thing. Mark Jones. Yeah, but it's stupid because after the first song, you're like, all right, bro, we get it. And you think that that would be it. No. But that's his whole catalog. His whole catalog it. is shouting his name. And people love it. Yeah, but, you, you know, it'd be weird for Serge uh, to go up on stage and be like, System of a Down! System of a Down! System of a Down! Oh, Slipknot just said, Slipknot on Slipknot! 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 Look at you through the Slipknot, through the sl- looking through the Slipknot, this wouldn't work. Slipknot? Slipknot. <laughs> it's Tech Nine, but Slipknot. <laughs> Slipknot, Slipknot. Then there's the clown just banging the giant keg with the baseball bat out of nowhere. Shout out Jay Okerson, man. That was the funniest thing I saw at the Legion of Skanks when they were doing the, the live show. They were doing the live music. Uh, oh, yeah. He was in the back fucking doing percussion with the fucking keg in the in the oh, baseball big, bat. Big Jay's in yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. doing the stuff. I was thing. like, this guy. He's hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. We could talk about... We'll talk real quick about uh Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> want to talk about you want to talk about Lionel Richie and the Commodores yeah yeah how the yeah, Commodores ready. tried to stay alive after Lionel Richie left but then he just came out with hit after hit well they didn't do the song staying alive so they couldn't do it well that was the Bee Gees yep but so the Commodores were a power group that had Lionel Richie and a ton of other good black guys. I know yeah. none of their names. <laughs> they were all good, too. <laughs> yeah, but that's how it works, man. Lionel Richie was the star. Um, Not like James Brown. He had all these other famous talent comedians, yeah. but James Brown is who you exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so they Lionel Richie uh, had hit it big with songs like Easy Like Sunday Morning and, you know, they had a few other big hits. They had She's a Brick House. Yeah, stuff like disco. that. Um, but then the Commodores and Lionel Richie split ways and in the 80s, the Commodores tried to stay alive by doing some other songs. They came out with like songs like The Night Shift. Um, that was a good one, actually. Um, but... Man, the Commodores just could not keep it together without Lionel Richie. They started a lot of infighting. Like, nobody knew who was the leader of the band anymore. Oh, nice. Because I guess Lionel was, like, the glue. You know, he was the guy that calmed everybody down. And, you know, he put people in their place. And he was like, I'm the talent, motherfucker. And, yeah, after Lionel Richie left, man, he wrote a bunch of hits. And he got famous as fuck. And he never looked back. You know, I bet he's still cool as hell with a lot of the Commodores. But... You know, that's that's like how, uh, what's his name from Genesis? Uh, Phil Collins. Phil Collins, man. He rode off into the sunset and did his own thing, you know. He got back with Genesis years later to just be like, hey, yeah, I remember you guys, you know. But and before Genesis, he was with Peter Gabriels. Mm-hmm. He took over for that after Peter Gabriels went, went off. There's just, 
certain artists, I think, that are just standalone performers, man. Like, they don't need a lot of backup. Yeah. Yeah. But. Like, yeah. Ozzy Osbourne made it work. He was quite successful with that. Elton John. Elton John was one that, you know, you throw him up there with a piano and a microphone. That motherfucker would make a show. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, kind of times are changing. There aren't those many, like, uh, people anymore. No. A lot of people are now using more like auto tune and backing tracks. Yeah, and they're uh, the they're weird part is that they're just sampling a ton of stuff that's already been done over. And I mean, sampling's been done for years and years, but the overuse of it in today's music is crazy. Just like people just don't have imagination anymore. Well, they don't encourage it. Well, they don't. They don't. It doesn't pay to be inventive. No. You know, it doesn't pay as much. So the people that are doing really cool stuff that are making new music and, and you know, new genres and uh, breaking through in other ways, they aren't getting always the credit they deserve, but I bet in their own circles, you know what I mean? There are people yeah. that realize they're great. Like, there's certain, like, metal bands that are known within their their genre. Like, I Na- think. like, like Napalm Death is huge in the grindcore scene, for example. Go on, though. I think that good music, no matter what, it always finds its appreciation. Um, It's just sometimes not at the time that people should appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes people don't appreciate music until someone's dead. Yep. So, it happens a lot. Same with paintings, too. Yeah. Van Gogh. When people die, something about their life uh, being, you know, left behind... In, in such a way that there's only so much limited stuff of theirs, you know? Caravaggio. Yeah. And and people want to hold on to things that they like to people. You know, so, like, that's why people buy memorabilia, I believe. You know, to feel closer to the people they like, artists and, you know, musicians. That's good. Yeah. What else we got, Trevor? I thought we weren't running out of topics. No, we're not. Just taking it smooth and easy. Yeah. Like a Sunday morning. Talk real quick about the history of Earth. Yeah. So we could do your version real quick, and I'll do my version. History of Earth. Yeah, I thought we went over this one, didn't we? No. We were supposed to, but we didn't have the episode. That's, okay, what, made it, yeah. that's what made it a little strange. Okay. I had to catch myself, too, on that. So I, I think uh, what I said was... Uh, once upon a time, there was a planet, and it was uninhabitable, but it had potential. And then, at a point, a fucking meteor struck the planet and uh, created an Ice Age-type environment, um, killed off the dinosaurs and whatnot, and then gave new life. But I think it took thousands and thousands of years for the Earth to... Or thousands, millions of years for the Earth to settle down. Um, I wonder, like, when a planet's created, is it just a volcanic fucking, uh, you know, landmass? Usually, yeah. It's a yeah. giant orb that's being created from a bunch of other superheated slabs of rock, yeah. pretty much, that get slammed together. Because the planet itself is alive. Like, there is magma that moves beneath our feet. Yeah. 
The it's, earth it's is burning. shifting. It's yeah. doing things. Yeah, it's, it's alive. It's an alive That's thing. why when they're like, it's not alive, I'm like, it's doing way too much to, yeah, not, be to not be alive. You know, it's just growing stuff. It's yeah. fucking moving. It has oceans that change tides. Yeah. It has mountains that pop up that's from a it. Real, that's a real stoner question. Is the earth alive? Hell yeah, the earth's fucking alive. Because people say the earth isn't alive. I say it's alive. What? That thing is so alive, bro. I'm living on it. <laughs> We're floating through space on Mother on Mother Earth, baby. Motherfucking Earth. Mama Earth, baby. So my version is there's this uh there's a super moody particle, super cool particle, and he uh he decided to to get mad and blow his brains out. This particle liked the party. <laughs> he liked the party. Party and particle. And he blew his brains out, and then the universe came from that happening. And as everything got blasted all over the place, his brain matter became the universe. And then all these stars were forming. They decided to mosh pit around a lot. And, and there had to be this mosh pit over in the, the, the Milky Way galaxy area that eventually a bunch of rocks got super hot the end of this gnarly set and they smash and slam together and, and there are other rocks like puking from drinking too much PBR and all the shit happened and eventually the earth happened and then like in between sets the earth tried to settle down then another band came on another mosh pit and it got all moody and angry and all these volcanoes happened the atmospheres changed and then eventually life happened and then life decided to, to fucking burn itself and do all these crazy things and all these mass extinctions that happened. And then the dinosaurs decided to do cool stuff. And then this meteor wanted to party with us or decided to mosh right into us and the dinosaurs died. And then all these other... And then the more timid creatures <laughs> that would, like, hang out and they would, like, listen to, like, the calm alternative hipster music. They, they're the ones that took over. So all the rodents and shit eventually, like grew up and then they started wearing like skinny jeans and having carabiners and wearing uh, flannels and, and beanie caps and drinking like craft beers and yeah that's what happened that story sucked <laughs> better than your bullshit better than yours you liked it a few days ago Chris likes to be salty be salty folks. it was good so anyways, we could talk about uh, porn physics. Physics. Oh, yeah. Porn yeah. physics. You wanted me to do that, and you also had me write down uh, trans joke and... Uh, oh, yeah, trans pornography. Yeah. So trans pornography is kind of interesting because we're getting really good at making dudes look like hot chicks. But the problem with trans porn is that there's too many dicks. Why are you too many dicks? Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to find if there's trans pornography, but post op, maybe like after the dicks cut off, but like a nice pussy. Does that does that seem to make more sense? Yeah, I, I don't. I haven't heard of that so far. I haven't either because so, I don't think it exists. Right now, it's just tits with dicks. Well, it's tits with dicks, but there are surgeries to fold the dick into a vagina. But I don't think that modern science can make a dick look like a nice pussy. Not yet. Not yet. I, I think it'll. It's gonna be obvious that something happened. <laughs> you know. What's that scar? <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, there's. There's. It's not gonna be. 
you know what you're thinking. <laughs> wow. You're gonna you're gonna open your Christmas gift and there's gonna be raisins in the box. <laughs> That's all you're getting. It's a big box of raisins, folks. <laughs> Not even the good kind of raisins. Like I'm they're talking like old stale raisins that been on raisins. These are raisins that have been on like the, the bottom of a of like a, a public bus. These They've are been the tossed raisins. around. These are the raisins that nasty been, public been transit kicked. bus. These are kicking raisins. They've been spit on. <laughs> Probably a little urine on there. They're funky raisins. I don't know. And what was the other one? Oh, porn uh, physics. Yeah. So we were talking about cum shots and pornography. Oh, yeah, the hoses. Yeah, yeah. so uh, there's a porn called Monster of Jizz, and it's basically a guy that jerks off, and he has a hose dick uh, strapped up to the bottom of his dick. And then when he fake comes, he shoots out like a laser beam of, of semen, ah! you know, and then it just glazes this chick like a donut. Yeah. But, but in reality, nobody comes like that. No. Like, nobody in the world comes like that. If you come a lot, it's usually, like, a lot of spurts, you know? Yeah. It, it's It's never a fountain. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Uh, I think uh, it's crazy how cum flies around a room, though. I fucking uh, was getting ahead one time, and, you know, I was about to come, and I told her. So she stopped sucking, and when I came fucking shot over her and I got hit in the eye. <laughs> I was like, God damn, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. She laughed, I laughed, and I was just like, God, this sucks. <laughs> it's so hard to look cool with cum in your eye. <laughs> I've never done that. I've, I've always had to go in the general area it was supposed to go. Oh, man. Sometimes when I get uh, excited, man, there's no control in it, man. Shit's all over the room. Ah, shit. It's like painting a wall. <laughs> Not He's... like painting a wall. It's just like a buckshot. You don't know where it's all going to quite go. You should have Chris for, uh, was it Tom Sawyer painting the fence white? Have Chris Tom or... Sawyer, he gets high on you when the space invading. It's by. Like, why are all these you. random, like, <laughs> what's with all these random spurts of white on that fence? Oh, well, Chris was, you know, getting excited. That fence is not finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be careful, folks. Your DNA is important, so don't just go leaving it anywhere. Yeah. Last thing you want is a baby's mama. That's why Nick Cannon needs to get it together. Nick Cannon, your pullout game is weak. <laughs> this guy's got 11 kids, bro. Does he? Yeah, he does. Nick Cannon's a fucking man. Yeah. Runs around and fucks all these different women. Has a bunch of different kids by him. Pretty cool dude. Old dirty bastard had thirteen. So yeah. You know, just in general, man, just be careful. Those kids gotta gotta get paid too. But Nick Cannon, like, you imagine him paying child support? It's got to be in the millions. <coughs> Eleven kids, yeah. <coughs> I don't think he's with none of these ladies. No. Just knocks them up. Sends a paycheck. Damn. I mean, you gotta be a pretty balling ass dude to just fucking knock up a bunch of chicks. Say, I'll get you somebody. Nah, he's... Dip out. And then nine months later, there's another chick having a kid. She, he's a millionaire, but yeah, eventually he has enough kids, they'll tie up all of his money. Or one of them will become Hollywood Kid, and then he'll have more money from Hollywood Kid. Who knows? <laughs> that was the Family Guy joke, man. 
Peter was like, you all need to have a bunch of kids because there's a chance that one of them is going to become a Hollywood kid. And then you know who's paying the bills? Hollywood kid is. <laughs> nice. All right, Trevor, you ready to wrap this one up? Yep. Speaking of not wrapping up and not wrapping up with a bunch of kids. What? We were talking about wrapping up. We yeah, Trevor, just... where did the kids come from? Earlier we were talking about having too many kids. What? Anyways. Trevor! What are you doing? We're doing fine. We're going to play harmonica, folks. It's going to be good. We'll get episodes uploaded the next uh, week or so. We're going to do it, y'all. We're going to upload them episodes. We've been, uh, Make sure to like and subscribe. And come find us on the use of tubes. The tubus of ubes? The ubes tubes. Yes. You ready, ma'am? Yep. first harmonica off but he Whatever. did good he did good that one went down to georgia sold the steel we'll catch you next time peace